0: 4:35, chef Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is Monday afternoon. It's chilly too. There's just no getting around that. And uh, tomorrow and the next day, we've got uh, some rain coming in. It's going to be with us uh, for a couple of bits. So you just uh, you need to be aware of all of that. Tomorrow we are going to have the uh, the folks from Gore Melts up in uh, Fredericksburg with us. Looking forward to hearing what the the heck happened up there, and we still are trying to figure out everything that happened with this uh, restaurant uh, down here we're on Union Hill and uh, Victoria Cobb who's been with us I, I can't even count how many times she'd be with us from the Family Foundation I think we're we're getting her locked in as well it is a monday afternoon and you know what that means 4:35 my friend Carl Carlson from Carlson Financial joins us we talk a little bit about what is or is not going on in the market and more importantly uh, if you have checked out uh, connectwithcarlson.com, you you probably generated some of your own questions that you're going to want to ask Carl as well. Carl, good afternoon, sir. Jeff Katz, Woo-hoo. how are you? I, I'm doing much better now. I'm talking with you.
1: Yay, man. Well, I'm doing much better now, too. I'm talking with you.
0: Aw, you are so nice. So <laughs> I I have to ask about the calibrations, if you don't mind, on the way you guys do investments. And and as you know, uh, I don't have a clue because I've sat with you and, and I've seen the look in your eye like, my God, he doesn't have a clue. But I, <laughs> I, I don't have a clue. And so I hear this phrase, rebalance towards the end of the year. What the heck does it mean?
1: I've been hearing a little bit about that. So uh, talking about rebalancing is you set up a certain balance for your investments, and that is, we call that the financial house. What percentage of my investments should be in the foundation where they're safe? What okay. percent should be in the roof of my financial house where they're risky and how much in between in the walls? And, uh, you know, maybe that's 33 percent in each one or 50, 60 percent in the foundation, maybe 40 percent in the roof. That's that is a particular balance that you want to have with your investments.
0: Okay. And and...
1: sometimes that balance gets out of whack. So if you wanted 40% of your money in the roof where it's risky and uh, the value of that stock in the roof dropped by 30%, well, now you may have a higher percentage of your balances in the foundation where it was safe and that money didn't go down. So maybe it's time to rebalance, sell a little bit of the safe stuff, and buy a little bit more of the risky stuff.
0: Wow. All right. And that changes. Yeah, it does. And that that will change throughout your your working life, right?
1: Yeah. Usually the closer you get to retirement, you're uh, wanting to be a little more safe with your investments, move a little more down to the foundation where it's nice and safe. And now it can't go down because you spent – 40 years earning it all, you don't want to lose it in a year. Right, right. And Whee, if you're, say, mm,
0: retiring next week, uh, rebalancing, your it's too late. Yeah, because now you
1: don't want to go and sell your risky stuff in the roof of your financial house at a 30% loss right. and then move it down to the foundation, and now you never get that back. So what you have to do is take stock of where you were at. And towards the end of the year, it's a great time to do that in it, job. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you kind of uh, study it, and then you say, you know what? I'm not sure I'm where I wanted to be. I may need to rebalance. Now let's build a plan mm-hmm. how to get there and how to get there in a way that you're not going to take a big loss. So that is even things like for some people. It might be, you know what? Oh, this, my stock values fell. I don't like it. I want to get it to the safe stuff. Well, for some people, that might be, you know what, if we get a 15% increase in the stocks, I might sell some of it, some of it and move it down to the foundation, and still you're not going to take as big a loss. Well, there could be a day, two, three, four days where all of a sudden the market is up 15%, and boom, you need to make that decision on the moment's notice when it is up, and then move it down because the next day, guess what? market could be back down again. So, you got to build the plan, figure out the strategy and then just execute it as the world unfolds and we know day to day, hour to hour, minute by minute what's happening and we can trigger things to happen just like that, like that, like that. Wow. Wow.
0: Well, well, this is why I have you doing this because I, I I I don't know. I was I I was lost after you said rebalance. But I mean, I, I sort of kind of see <laughs> what you're getting and i do like the uh the house analogy though that i understand and uh this idea of rebalance recalibrate figure out uh, you know what 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 you you, ha- you have to have a quote a tolerance to for loss right i mean that's part of this whole discussion how much could you afford god forbid to lose
1: right exactly yeah. and you yeah. have to understand the difference between volatility and loss oh just because something is volatile and shifted down by 30% doesn't mean you've lost 30%. Right. know, if right. you sell it when it's down 30%, you lost 30% because you yeah. can't have a chance to see it come back up.
0: And there's no chance of a
1: do-over
0: because, uh, uh, you know, I would have called a mulligan on Tesla. Did you know that a $10,000 investment when Tesla first went public, you would now be a multimillionaire?
1: Yeah, (laughs) more I think it would be in the uh, tens of millions now. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. But
1: you would have rode a uh, roller coaster during that time period.
0: That's true. But I would have jumped off right in the middle and said, look, I just landed on $100 million. It was a nice, soft landing car.
1: I'll take it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, So if we're using all of these. Or you might have said, man, it is going up so much so fast. I'm hanging in there because I'm going to make a lot more. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I don't want to be that guy. (laughs)
0: And if we are if we are using all of the uh, the building analogies, tell me a little bit. I saw something else that really really interested me because uh, you and I two weeks ago or thereabouts were talking about the Roth IRA. Heidi and I both have our Roth IRAs with you, yep. and I was there to fund. And you were talking about conversions, but the Roth conversion ladder. What what exactly does that mean?
1: So sometimes people get the idea that let's say they have a uh, an IRA that has $100,000 in it. Okay. And they get the idea that they have to convert it all or none. And they're stepping back and saying, whoa, if I convert that whole thing, it's going to cost me a ton, 20000 30000 in taxes. I just can't deal with that. Right. But you can actually peel off pieces each year and make it a ladder over time. And maybe you do 10000 a year, For 10 years Uh and some people can actually do that and pay zero taxes on the conversion so it's Uh about being strategic because if your only income is uh, social security say social security is 50,000 a year spouse you and your spouse there's no tax if you have no other income there's no tax on Social Security so right there your tax is zero. If you have money sitting in a savings account, you can pull 40 grand out of that savings account and have 90,000 in income and pay no taxes. Oh. Then you could convert a Roth for, from an IRA to a Roth IRA for $15,000 and because you have that does not cause your social security to be taxed. Right. That 15,000 income does not. And now you can you have uh twenty five thousand in standard deductions or more and you paid no tax and you converted an IRA of fifteen grand over to a Roth IRA and paid no tax to do it.
0: See, this is why I'm on team Carlson. I'm just telling you right now. Seriously. I mean I love that. Yeah, I love the idea. The strategy. It's a great strategy. Are you kidding me? gosh, this is, and you know what happens, Carl, and I know I'm preaching to the choir, but those of us who are looking at our own finances, I mean, whether you've got 50,000 or 50 million, whatever it is, you're looking at it and it it just gets so emotional. Oh my God, do I have enough for this? Can I do this? And and, and what you're able to do, you and your team, you're able to look at it and and you want the best for those who are clients, but it's not an emotional response. It's, It's a well thought out strategic plan.
1: Exactly. It's so different for everyone. I was at an event just the other night and speaking and talking about a gentleman that was down $50,000 on his investment portfolio. And he said that might wreck his retirement. Uh And, hey, that can happen to people. And uh, then the next day I had someone that was in that audience came in and met with me who had $5 million. And they said, I don't know what the problem was with the 50000 I spend that much on a vacation. Oh, my gosh. It's a different perspective. Different. It's different. We all live our own lives, and we're sort of in our own bubbles. Yeah. And we need someone that can see from outside that bubble to help build what's right for you.
0: Am I wrong to hate the guy with the fifty thousand dollars vacation? I am Marna. Yeah, that just makes me a bad person. I'm sorry. I I, I didn't even mean to mention that out loud. But uh.
1: that's right. He also said he spent fifty thousand a year on Easy Spirit shoes for his <laughs> wife or something. So ah, well, I'm hoping my wife
0: identifies as a multi-millionaire. That would be good for all of us. A thousand
1: a pair, 50 <laughs> pairs, that's $50,000. Yeah.
0: It sure is. Hey, do you have any seats at the table? Because you are doing your next live event at Ruth's Chris, December the 13th, oh, 14th, full. and 15th. Is oh, it? Oh, nice my to
1: gosh. full next week. I know it. I'm sorry about that. Wow. All right, going to be into uh, off into January, late January for our next one. So okay,
0: all right. Well, we tried. Oh, we this, are this, always yep. telling people to get signed up early, and sometimes people just don't do it. Uh, sort of like the stuff they have to get done by the end of the year. I mean, realistically rock now, Carl. Conversion. Yeah, is, is there time about to do a rock? week, maybe a week and a half? and it's
1: okay. Getting really tight, I and mean, we have to sh- shuffle some things around to make it happen. But we can do it.
0: Okay. All right. Well, then uh, my sincere hope is that people will uh, reach out to you at 844-Carlson, 844-227-5766. Uh, about a week left to do that Roth conversion. It's got to be done by the end of the year. And let's face it, the last two weeks, pretty much everybody is uh, is otherwise occupied. So 844-Carlson. And it takes Carlson. a little
1: time to figure it out because we might be talking about a Roth conversion ladder.
0: Oh, that's right. So. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. So they can do it that way. 844-CARLSON. And what about the website, Carl?
1: Carlsonfinancial.com or go to our special place for your listeners, connectwithcarlson.com.
0: Fair enough. I love you, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. All right, love you too. See you. Thank you, man. All right, Carl Carlson, Carlson Financial, eight four four Carlson, eight four four two two seven five seven six six. I'm telling you, I I I go in and I meet with Carl. I meet with uh, the team members, and I am just sitting back and thinking to myself, "Thank God, really, that they know what the heck they're doing." I mean, even answering some of their questions, I think, I I don't I don't really know what I'm supposed to say. But it's it's an easy process when you're working with them. So eight four four Carlson is the number to call. It is four forty six Jeff Katz News Radio WRBA.